Welcome back, everybody. This is a special edition of my podcast. Is it possible to build an outstanding physique with just training two times per week? So whether you're a beginner, an intermediate athlete, or an aging fitness enthusiast, the answer is it's not only possible, the science strongly suggests that training less frequently and far more intensely is far superior to long bouts of exercise done frequently throughout the week. Listen, if I can train one or two days per week for 30 minutes to gain strength, lean muscle mass, and properly work my lungs and heart, and have the rest of the week to myself, 1000% sign me up. I'm gonna give you an illustration to outline a few key concepts. I want you to take five athletes, an Olympic 100 meter sprinter, one of those more jacked guys, an Olympic men's gymnast, one of the, again, one of the more muscular, bigger guys, big arms, big back, big shoulders. Take a bodybuilder from the 70s. Arnold Schwarzenegger was the dominant guy at the time. I want you to take a bodybuilder from the 90s, 20 years later, Dorian Yates being the champion at the time, six-time Mr. Olympia. And then finally, the current bodybuilding champion, Big Ramy, capital R-A-M-Y. If you don't know who it is, look it up. He's a freak. Three take-home points. Number one, they all have ridiculously good genetics. In fact, genetics are the number one factor determining how somebody's going to look. A genetically mesomorphic frame, 5'10", big muscle bellies, smaller joints, is always going to have a better frame than an ectomorphic 6'4", lanky dude. The mesomorph can play hockey, for that matter. And the tall, lanky, skinny guy engaged in bodybuilding and the hockey guy is still going to have a better body 8 times out of 10 through sheer genetics. So take a look at your own body. You may not look like Arnold Schwarzenegger ever in your lifetime. Even if you take steroids, which I highly disregard. I think it's a bad idea. But having said that, you can still achieve your best you with your genetics. Point number two. Three of the five athletes train completely different equipment-wise. So whatever you have, if it's calisthenics, bands, access to a gym, a home gym, dumbbells, machines, free weights, whatever it is, the gymnast only used rings and parallel bars and body resistance to develop that killer body. For the sprinter, it was the track and his legs. The bodybuilder from the 60s and 70s used barbells and dumbbells. And the current guys are using a combo of machines and free weights. So equipment is not a limiting factor. And then point number three. I really want to stress this because um, you take a look at the bodybuilders from the three different generations. All three of these guys had different approaches. Arnold, high volume, pretty high intensity. He went two hours a day, uh, six days a week. And it was because of the steroids and his sheer passion to win that he got through all of that. Mind you, he also didn't have a job. Training was his job. Dorian Yates, six-time Mr. Olympia, very low volume, one set till failure, high intensity, get out of the gym, completely the opposite approach. And he built an enormous body. And then you got Big Ramy. He's kind of a combo of the two, moderate intensity, and he's huge, bigger than both of them. What makes the three different? One used steroids, the other used growth hormone and steroids, and the most current guy, even more advanced drugs. Listen, Big Ramy is 5'10", 300 pounds. Arnold was 6'2", 220 pounds. You can't tell me that Big Ramy got bigger and more ripped because he was smarter, 
that he trained harder or had a better program than Arnold. It was the drugs. So when you see people doing these programs where you know, they're going six days a week, two hours a day, and they're making progress. And you're like, man, like I need to train like that. Understand it wasn't the training. It was the drugs. Facts. Just look at the three different athletes. It's obvious. So Tom, what are you trying to say here? You're all over the map. With this massive discrepancy in training, steroids, drugs, uh, all of that, there are some basic common denominators the scientific principles that apply to everybody. Simple analogy for you. If you're out in the sun for an hour at 3 p.m. in the middle of winter, you're not gonna get a change in skin color. The intensity of the sun is just not there for you to tan. Conversely, if you're in sunny Costa Rica at 11 a.m., I tell you, it is hot here. The midday sun is brutally hot. It takes about 20 minutes before you get dark before your, your skin engages with the sun and, and you get burned. The sun is that hot. The intensity is so hot that any more exposure and you will burn for sure. Now, some people have a different tolerance, but it's just fact. There's a big difference in intensity. When it comes to building muscle and strength, only one key physiological principle applies. Your exercise must be brief, intense, and infrequent. Brief meaning 15 to 30 minutes worth of training, sometimes even less. Intense meaning going until momentary failure on the exercises that are carefully selected. And when I say momentary failure, you are giving it your all with good form for that last rep, squeezing it out, almost shaking to the point that you can't complete it before you're done. That's the kind of intensity I'm talking about. And infrequent means plenty of rest for recovery and adaptation to occur. One or two days per week of training tops is what I'm saying when I talk about infrequent. So what does the training day look like? We select five to 12 exercises. We aim for six to 12 reps per exercise with the heaviest weight you can handle with excellent form through the full range of motion. It's so important that you get all three of these. All right, heaviest form, sorry, heaviest weight, excellent form, full range of motion for that rep range. We have a cadence for you to lift. It's a count of four for the concentric part of the movement. So you're lifting that bicep curl up. It's one steamboat, two steamboat, three steamboat, four steamboat. We hold that contraction through that peak part of the contraction, and then we move through the eccentric part for a count of one steamboat, two steamboat, three steamboat, four steamboat, totally controlled. We're in a constant state of tension on the muscles. There's no jerking of the weights. There's no using of momentum, no locking of the joints to ease that tension, no rest at the bottom, just full out concentration and squeezing of the muscle for the required reps, maximum time under tension. You do that and you've satisfied the three requisites for providing proper stimulus for growth. That being number one, metabolic stress on the body, number two, mechanical tension, and number three, muscle breakdown. Key point, once you've provided the stimulus, stimulus with that, with the least inroads into your body's limited supply of resources to repair your muscle, you get out of the gym. Hit that nail with that hammer once and drive it right in and it's done. You don't keep pounding on the nail once it's driven right into the wood. You don't grow in the gym. More is not better. Great economic principle, 
but it's not so great for progressive resistance training. Your locally damaged muscle needs about 24 to 48 hours to recover, sometimes 72 hours. Your system as a whole, however, needs longer to recuperate for the demands of high intensity training. If you don't let your body recover after workout, you will not change. It's that simple. More importantly, if you don't allow your body to recover and that extra day to adapt through new muscle growth, you've completely short-circuited the process. So the model is stimulus, recover, adaptation. So many people forget that adaptation moment. It's not tied to recovery. It's separate from recovery. This is the growth above and beyond what your muscle previously could handle adaptation. Then you repeat the process. This very process can take anywhere between three and seven days to occur. Therefore, only three types of people make progress in the gym. There's beginners who once exposed to any kind of decent stimulus will grow. Number two, people taking performance enhancing drugs because what they do is they enhance recovery dramatically. And finally, the very few who train properly. Look around, look at your own progress or lack thereof. I challenge those who are training five, six, seven days a week with little to show in the way of progress year after year. Show me quantitative results. Show me quantitative progress. They have, most of them have zero proof of any progress whatsoever. Now, those people are going to vigorously defend their stance because they've committed so much time to getting better. They're going to say, but can't you see I'm bigger? Well, you bulked up, you gained a little more fat on your body because once you diet down, you're going to go right back to your original body, if not even worse, and your strength's going to return back to its original part, uh, what it was before that. It's always the case. So what do they do? Instead, they change programs over and over again in hopes that something may stick. There's no science in that. It's just wishful thinking and a hell of a lot of time wasted. You should be seeing progress every workout or you're doing something wrong. In fact, the only way you can say that is to keep a logbook of your training, track your exercises, track the weight you used and the reps performed, and you're trying to beat your numbers every time. That's progressive bodybuilding. The movement you get past 10 reps for that uh, set that requires 8 to 10 reps, you progressively increase the weight to bring your reps back down to 8 reps again next day. And you try to get 9 reps, 10 reps, and then you try to get 11 the next workout. Guess what happens? You increase the weight again. That's progressive bodybuilding. That's how you make gains in the gym. But you need to look at your numbers and you need to try to beat your numbers. Key point. Now, the 2X pro Project program that I'm so excited about gives you exact workout sequences, the exact rep ranges, and the proper days of recuperation and adaptation. It also gives you the correct calories and protein for your body and activity needs. Listen, if your calories and your protein are not right, then you can perform the routine to its max effectiveness and you're not going anywhere. Your success ultimately will depend on a few things your compliance to the program, your ability to persist through to true momentary failure on an exercise. Trust me, one's ability to push through one or two more reps always gets enhanced when I'm supervised, when I'm supervising the exercise. I'll tell them, that's not enough. You've got three more in you. 
People sell themselves short of what they can actually do to push themselves to their limits. And guess what ends up happening? They think they're making progress. They think they gave it their all, but they didn't. They didn't flip the switch. Guess what happens? They never grow. So it's critical to go to true momentary failure. So two days per week, thousand percent, you will see results that you'll be happy about. The research seems to suggest that even one day per week is sufficient, which I proved back in 2005 with my client who I supervised through once weekly Wednesday workouts, brutally punishing his body, albeit safely, for 12 weeks where he gained 26 pounds of muscle and completely transformed his body without the use of performance enhancing drugs. He was 28 years old at the time, 128 pounds at the time. All right. I honestly couldn't even believe the results. I thought he, I think I told him he'll gain 12, 13 pounds. I did not expect 26 pounds. He completely changed his physique. And even now he is a beast one day per week, one day only crazy. That progress was so incredulous. And then even I am skeptical that everyone can have that kind of success. Hence the two days per week, no more than that. So what's your next step? Get on the program. Get yourself set up, give it your all for a good three months. Reach out to me, send me a line on my website at ultimatemensplaybook.com. Get me on your team to help you out. It'll change everything in your life.